Welcome to the Midwest Angler Podcast. This is episode 50. 50. Episode 50. Here we go. Did you notice that I did a different... Uh, I like that intro. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was something different. Yeah. I don't know. I always say the exact same thing, so I thought, hey, gonna I'm going to kind of change it up, but I couldn't make it too complex, No, or I'd screw it up. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. So would I, if I would have done it. Oh. I thought, you know, after last week, having all the music and stuff playing, I, I thought about having a little 50 Cent playing Ooh. for episode 50. So. Into club. Yeah. We could have made it into basement. <laughs> <laughs> kind of take you back to your days of big... Big rims, big and wheels, and, and long hair, and subs, and Carmelo Anthony jerseys, and just sweet he's still stuff. playing. Yeah. Oh man. Now nope. Thanksgiving is officially behind us. It is over. Cyber Monday today. Cyber Monday. Woo. Cyber Monday. Everybody's not going to be working very much today. You getting after any sweet deals? Maybe if I see something. Mm. I don't really know what's out there until that day. I don't really look ahead. No. If something pops up. There's been a couple things. I don't know. I started actually looking, like, getting a lot of advertisements for, like, summer equipment. And as really? Weird, as weird as it is, it's just like, why would I buy it now? It's kind of a part of me. I do buy it right now because, right. I mean, you get Now's killer time, deals on them. And, yeah. Yep. And then it won't, in all reality, when spring rolls around, it's going to kind of be like, man, I wish I would have bought it back then. Yep. But, yeah, it is what it is. Right. You? You got any your eye on anything on for Cyber Monday? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that if something pops up that I won't go after it, but uh, no, no, I, I definitely don't have my eye on anything as of right now. Right. But no, Thanksgiving uh, is behind us. Like I said, Matt, are you a turkey guy? I I do enjoy turkey. Do you really? I do. I mean, it's not like it's not like oh yeah, it's Thanksgiving. I'm about to throw down on all this turkey i just you know i enjoy it really yeah so so what if you come over to my house and i've just done up a nice turkey it is looking good and i've got ham next to it and i've got say a ribeye uh you know a big slab of ribeye what are you going for all three <laughs> that that's a good answer that is a good answer right there <laughs> i didn't get this body by not oh, not yeah. taking all these chances yeah, on man, all three of them you're just huge i mean come on now i'm going all three i was thinking about that you know this time of year when class is over with my classes for pe in the afternoons with the little kids i always ask them like what's like what's your favorite thanksgiving food what are you most looking forward to and things like that as they leave the gym and you know a lot of them a lot of them did say ham Really, and I'm just I'm, like ham sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm way more of a ham guy or any sort of beef guy than turkey. I'm just not a turkey guy. I think the main problem is turkey always seems so dry to me. Yeah, it can it can be like yeah. it, you gotta have a glass of water with you just to get it down or soak it in gravy. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> well, and, and that goes with all. Yeah, it kind of the gravy kind of covers the whole plate. All right, so so with that. What is your favorite side dish to go along with with a Thanksgiving uh, dinner? I am just a good old-fashioned stuffing guy. Really? You like stuffing, too? Yeah, I like stuffing. Uh, stuffing Emily's guy. mom makes, like, a stuffing and has, like, sausage in it. Really? Like, ground sausage. Okay. So, so that's pretty good. Kind of makes a wet dress, uh, stuffing, dressing, whatever you want to call it. And okay. I, I do enjoy that because it's about the only time of the year I really eat it. Right. No, I'm not a stuffing guy. I, I, I just, uh, that, that's not my deal. I don't know. I, I mean, 
not knocking anybody who who is a stuffing person, but and it, I don't it think anybody's going to hold it against you if you do. Well, thank God, <laughs> thank God, because I was wondering that, like that I, I wonder how many into, people, yeah I wonder how many people just exited this podcast at what? Scott Sturton. Yeah, this dude ain't for stuffing. I'm out of here. <laughs> What's your favorite side dish? Then? Oh, what, for sure. What you chowed down on pretty good this last week? Potatoes and corn. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get some meat, and then you mix a bunch of potatoes and a bunch of corn all together. All together. And, like, you just have a huge mound of, of mashed potatoes with meat and corn in it. That that's, Can't go wrong. No, that's the best meal there is, really. Nope. So, also, with uh, Thanksgiving behind us, Matt, next up is Christmas. Christmas. It's going to be here before we know it. I'm one of those, are you a, are you a wait till the end of shop, or do you get your shopping done early? Well, I'm gonna wait till the end. <laughs> so am I. It's like all of a sudden, Emily's like, hey, "You realize that uh, Christmas is next week, don't you?" I was like, "Oh yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, run up Sioux Falls I've night." Got it. It's, it's, it's on order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh no. You yeah. know, me and me and Kayla uh, actually share an Amazon account, so that kind of does up. You know, I I can't buy anything for her on Amazon. And uh, so I'm kind of a, a gift card person. Like right. the day before Christmas, I'll quick run downtown uh, to my sister-in-law's decorating store <laughs> and uh, get her a gift card the day before. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I've had this plan for a long time. Well, yeah. Oh, I bought yeah. this back in July already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> nope. You know, we've, we've kind of gone away from, like, getting a lot of gifts for each other. We just kind of, we'll do some stocking stuff. Actually, that's the hardest for me is finding like little stocking stuffers really the big ticket items would be easier but right. the smaller stuff is because it's like this is when emily says this kind of gives me a, a list an idea of what i like she'd like it's like okay this is easy but it's just like you know like for stocking stuffers you know just stuff like this and it's just like oh no you go to the store and it's just kind of like oh, okay that looks like it would be kind of neat that looks kind of like it would be fun just buy her a bunch of rapalas that's that's what i would think that's what i tell her to do and she's like that's boring i'm like no it's not <laughs> no, that's not boring. it's just like which color it doesn't matter yep <laughs> no and they you know and she makes that point to me like when she goes to the tackle store you know to the bait shop or wherever the store and goes to the Rapala aisle and it's just like holy buckets how do you choose from which one to get it's like there's no bad they're choices. all good they're all good uh you got your christmas tree up already no no you know me i'm an anti-christmas guy until after thanksgiving i think i don't think thanksgiving gets the credit it deserves emily knows like she'll start playing christmas music already back in uh, right after Halloween, she'll try to, and I'm like, nope, not happening. Not happening. Not, not in this house. Happening. I'm not being a Scrooge. I'm just saying. The pilgrims work too hard for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Kayla, I think Kayla's had our Christmas tree up for three weeks already. Yeah, I was going to say, I noticed that. I walked in here, and it kind of looked like Christmas kind of exploded upstairs in the living yeah, room. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, whatever. We, we put up the Christmas lights outside, like, two or three weeks ago and she had said oh i'm not going to turn them on yet but while the weather's nice you know let's put them up well heck we put them up outside in the freaking rain it was raining it was cold it was oh man i was so pissed off that's why i don't that's why emily just hangs them by herself now well uh, if she needs me to come out and hold the ladder every once in a while i'll hold the ladder as far as i'm concerned we're just leaving these buckers up until next year that's right (laughs) yep they're they're it's icicle a, lights. Yep, they'll they, blend in. They turn into Valentine's Day lights and then Easter lights. And yep. <laughs> got no. it all covered. But yeah, you know, Christmas, it is hard to start thinking about Christmas gifts and like 
ideas of what what you want um right yeah and 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 finally uh you know i guess we've done a lot of talking here not about fishing i think the first eight minutes here and i don't even know if we've mentioned fishing we talk about rapidos oh yeah yeah this, this is a fishing podcast come on that's right no but uh so with christmas around the corner matt is there any fishing items on your christmas list uh there always is um you know you just can't like you said can't go wrong with gift cards that's always easy standby i'll end up using that for fishing equipment but uh I just like, if people are looking to get me anything, just a little terminal tackle, things like that, or lures, and, yep. you know, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use it all. It's, right, right. No, uh, I don't know. I, I'm really kind of intrigued by uh, some of these lithium uh, yeah. uh, flasher batteries. I, uh, uh, you know, whether it be Dakota Lithium or uh, uh, Amped Outdoors, or I don't know what other brands there are. I guess I don't really give a rip what brand it is, whatever whatever's the best price is dakota lithium still going yeah are they i think so i know they weren't at the ice Institute. they weren't at the ice Institute this year but i'm pretty positive they're still going All right, pretty I, strong I and everything can't imagine that they wouldn't be i just think that there's more more uh, companies kind of starting to pop up and right start they they were the one stuff. there for a little while right i uh i was really kind of thinking maybe we should get uh, a lithium battery you know like an amped outdoors or a dakota lithium get one of them people on the podcast because i really don't know anything about lithium batteries and maybe maybe most of our listeners do i mean i know that they're lighter weight i know that they're supposed to do better in the cold i know that right. they're supposed to last longer but i'd really like to maybe dig into some of the technology around that it you know something different. What's yeah? What's the difference between when you start looking at batteries? There is like differences between them. Not only uh, price. Well, the price for sure. I mean, you're always going to pay for higher quality ones and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, just you know, like even for open water fishing, the batteries right. that you run in your boat. I mean, there's differences there. Yep. Too. So. Yeah, I don't know. That that that's something that is on my Christmas list, and it's something that I'd like to figure out a little bit more about i'm sure i could do some reading but uh i'm a little bit more uh a little bit too lazy to do a bunch of reading on yeah, uh, something like reading. that i will just call them and make an episode out of the deal that's so. right we'll, we'll let them explain it yeah it's hard for me to read something and then explain it to somebody as weird as it sounds being a teacher <laughs> no i believe that i believe <laughs> so that 100 teacher <laughs> no the other thing that uh that i kind of been looking into uh is some sort of dead stick setup, whether it be a, a clam Arctic Warrior or one of those iFish Pros. Uh, last year was the first year that I kind of started trying to run some tip-ups, and I've not actually never caught a fish on a tip-up. Last year, I, I dropped a minnow down, like up at Ponset once, and a couple times over at Okaboji, you know, I'd put one 10 yards outside of my shack and drop a minnow down a foot off the bottom. And I was always kind of hoping, you know, whether it just be a bass or a northern or, or a walleye or anything, I was hoping to catch something on a tip-up, but uh, I never have, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's just something that kind of intrigues me, you know, why not let something fish for you when you don't really have to work for it? You know, right, I mean, especially yeah. in the wintertime when you can have more than one rod out. Right, right, so, you know, I, I would I would like to explore some of those options, and, and with the seesaw rod from Cold Snap uh, that I'll be running this year, uh, I'd like to try to put that to work uh, the way it's way it's designed to and and do something along those lines um one of those okuma bait feeder reels i'd i'd like right. one of them and you know those are all products uh, here that we've mentioned 
under a hundred dollars. So, yeah. you know, whether you get gift cards or whether you get $20 and you know, you want to put it towards, uh, some fishing items, all three of those, if, if anyone's interested, uh, you know, something any budget can, can handle. Right. And you know, for a lot of people too, maybe they're just getting into it, you know, like say ice fishing this year like stew the noob stew the noobs going all out he's He's just whooping up on buying product that's right i mean and uh i actually heard that the new dgr edition is just to house all stew the noobs ice fishing equipment (laughs) that he's got to hide from his wife that's that's the new big dgr edition. you better get spending and (laughs) i think he'll do it all right as long as we get to use some of it yeah i'm down with that no sorry for cutting you off no no it's but I just, you know, there's a lot of combos that are nice ice fishing combos. That's the nice thing about ice fishing is that it is, it's not as, I don't want to say expensive as open water fishing, but it's a little bit more, you know, the price point on it is a little less. You don't have to spend as much. So it is a little bit, I mean, you're obviously going to spend money if you want to get some type of flasher or an auger and a shack. But the nice thing about those things is once you have them, you have them. Right. Um, I, uh. I am interested in possibly jumping up to a FLX 28. Are you? Yep. I think, uh, I think this might be the year that I finally do it and, uh, bite the bullet and, and, and jump up. Um, I was, I was actually watching, uh, uh, one of our past guests, uh, Sobe on, uh, one of his videos the other day and he was targeting, I think, yeah, it was a bunch of crappies and, uh, just, uh, it had like a bottom six foot yep, zoom, zoom, you know, yep. on one side of the, yep. on one side of it. And, and, uh, I don't know the weed mode and, and I don't know, yeah. it just, it just has a lot of features and I wouldn't mind jumping up to, uh, jumping up to that. I, I for sure would not sell my FL 20 just cause that thing's it's, done me right. So well, yeah, they're great. I, you can't go wrong with any of the Vexlar units or I mean, any of the units. Yeah. yeah. Mark them. I mean, I actually was looking at maybe getting an ice deucer for my uh, Helix 5. Oh, really? And yep. just have it have it along just in case somebody else comes along fishing with us. And yep, and, and then you could one. mark uh, GPS. And then that's the big thing is then that way I can have the GPS maybe mounted on, like, again, shuttle or something like that on right. a Gens box. And There's a lot of people doing that nowadays, right. so, you know. I might as well use it. I mean, I, I have it on the front of the boat for the summertime. I might as well get some use out of it during the winter instead of, you know, a lot of times when we go out and – you know, we we have lake maps and with the humps and everything like that. Too. Right. Nope. Nope. Uh, so yeah, those those uh, items that we've listed. The other thing, uh, if I do get any gift cards, I want to finally jump up to a float suit this year. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been eyeing them for a while, and I don't know how old my suit is six years or something like that. But God dang it, it's still a really good suit. I don't right. know. I, I'd feel bad parting with it, but. I don't know if I if I could jump up to a float suit. There's been you know last year, uh, me and you out on East Okaboji, and then the year before we went out pretty late ice out on Lake Bahoya. And you know when you're walking walking out to the main ice and you're popping through and you never know exactly how deep you are. It just the peace of mind would be nice right, to, to nice. have it. You've ran a float suit now for a year or two, and and uh, I don't know. I I should have one. It, cheap insurance at oh, the end of the day that's right and and the nice thing about them too is how warm and comfortable and fishable they are to have on and 
you know, you you can sit outside a little bit longer and, right. you know, you, whole you, hop with those on. Yeah, you don't ever know that you're wearing a life jacket, per se. I mean, it right. just feels like a regular old suit, I think. I guess I've never personally wore yeah, one, so just, I'm not going to sit here and make assumptions, but right. I guess I'm just going to sit here and make assumptions. And they're waterproof, everything <laughs> like that. I mean, anybody that's like, if you wear old coveralls and things like that, they, they get the job done, don't get me wrong and everything, but... Those float suits are definitely a nice item to have. Right. And, you know, what, the big difference I feel like from a Carhartt coverall is, you know, like us, when we're doing a lot of hole hopping, getting down on our knees and whatnot, right. when there's wet slush around the hole and, and you pop down on your knees, you do it for a while and, and your knees are going to get wet. I used to run a Carhartt suit and, uh, you know, after a while my jeans start getting wet and Especially if it happens to get cold towards evening. Yep. You know, that's just one more spot that it's like, whoo, man. And, and the big thing is that they're windproof, too. Windproof, so, yeah, I mean, no doubt. Of... I mean, there's sometimes when out there where it's almost too warm to have them on. Right, right. So, year recap. Last year or last week was our one-year show with yeah. Dave Gens. If you haven't listened to it, that is a banger. You oh, better you go it. listen to it. That was such a cool interview. Oh, gosh. I don't such know. Such a cool guy. We put so much stock into that interview that I almost forgot that we had to do an, uh, you know, another show again this week. And I guess I'll just let the cat out of the bag right now. I think we're 17 and a half minutes in here, guys, and uh, we're not going to have a guest we're today. We're your guests <laughs> yep. for tonight. Yep, my guest is Matt Deitch. His guest is Scott Sturman. And, uh, yeah, you know, this you know is, with with the with the holidays and everything like right. that, it's, it's hard to get people. People have plans and try right. to line something up. Sometimes it's just good just to... Us when, two sit down and... Right, and we did the first 30 episodes, uh, you know, just me and you. We, we, I guess we had a couple uh, on-location guests, if you will, and uh, whatever. So, yeah, no, it feels good to kind of get back and do this again once. I mean, you know, and I'm not saying five weeks down the road that we won't do this again, but, uh, yeah, no, it was kind of cool. It, it, it is kind of cool now to not it. worry about plugging in the phone and everything else and right. getting timing right worked for me worked for you let's get her in <laughs> so yeah it's it's been a crazy crazy year you know a lot of cool guests we appreciate all of them coming on and we hit a thousand facebook likes on the page sweet that's that's pretty badass yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty pretty pumped about that yeah like on our one one year week so that was pretty cool who is like what interview God, I don't want to say who's your favorite guest. I don't want to say, you know, what interview was your favorite. But, I mean, obviously Dave Gens, uh, you know, it's going to rank right up there. But uh, I don't know, like, what what interview is, say, maybe most memorable or? That's a good question. You know, I haven't really thought about that. I haven't really reflected on it. Each one of them has their, you know, their their highlights and their cool parts to them. Um well, it was kind of cool getting to, it was neat talking with Greg Vance. Yeah, yep. You know, about what the bass fishing in Troy DD, just their experience of fishing in the Bassmaster Classic was right. kind of neat. And both of us are, are bass tournament anglers, so, you right. know, to connect with them on, you know, and, and, and talk bass and whatever, and, and especially two guys that have competed at the highest level of bass fishing right it'd be like interview like if this was like a sports podcast interviewing somebody that played in the super bowl right I mean, right exactly that night that we went and interviewed uh troy Deedy down there downtown sioux falls and yeah. and the river was just ripping roaring <laughs> right we were we were right downstream from falls park and 
golly, that that was crazy. We had had a ton of rain and uh, some diversion, I think, of the Big Sioux River comes right there by uh, where Troy uh, works at Raven Industries. And is it Raven Industries? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. that's yeah. what it is. And they kind of have that cool outlook over the Big oh, Sioux that yeah. sticks out from the building and the river's running right underneath you. It was, it was crazy. That no, was that, pretty wild. That was cool. I'd, I'd like to interview Chad Lorith again. Uh, right, we got to get Lorith back on this. Yep, just, on not it. only just because he's a knucklehead, but, uh, you know. We have a when, lot of fun with Chad. Right. When we interviewed him, uh, you know, we, we were still pretty fresh into right. this whole podcast deal, and, and we just sat down and, and started talking. You know, now, obviously, you guys don't see us because we're no longer doing an actual YouTube video. But we've got a little cheat sheet next to us, you know, of questions that we're supposed to ask and, you know, this and that, you know, things that we think of before the interview. When you get actually talking to somebody, you know, you kind of deer in the headlights, you know, it's like, right. holy moly. And, you know, then if, if we got the little cheat sheet on the notebook that we look over at and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what we we're going to talk about. Yeah, Sometimes I, I get so caught up in that stinking cheat sheet that, I, <laughs> you know cut people off I, I asked travis nielsen what your three favorite lakes are he answers one and then i'm <laughs> off on the next question <laughs> sorry about that travis oh that happens yeah he understood yeah i don't even know maybe he didn't even catch it or yeah i'm sure he probably did it was probably like what's that dude's problem he must not have liked my first lake or something you know you know thinking about like people that we've interviewed you know it was fun interviewing my grandpa and my dad oh that was awesome that and, was so cool and we then got, having grady on here was fun yeah yeah <laughs> We've had Ramrod a couple times. Who else uh, have we? Stu the Noob came yeah. in one time, filled in for you. Right. So, yeah, no, we've we. It was really a cool first year, especially you know, like we've said before, we we had no clue what we were doing when we got into it, and and to look back is is really pretty pretty we crazy. Still haven't got Jeremy K on. Yeah, he's gonna come, Jeremy. I, Jeremy K. Golly, we. You know, there there was a problem like with sponsorships. He he wasn't paying us, so we didn't mention his name the last four weeks. But uh, you know, he, he's paying us again, so we're gonna mention yeah. him again. Back on that payroll, yeah, on that Jeremy K payroll, that thick, oh. that thick roll. He's got a thick wallet, and we'll take a little. Call him the Rubber Band Man fairies. <laughs> Holy hundos, <laughs> oh, straight hundies. Nope. Uh, so yeah, no. If if you guys got any anybody that you want to hear. Over the next, you know, few weeks or uh, whatever, shoot us a message and say, "Hey, I'd like, I'd like to hear from them, or I'd, I'd like to hear, you know, somebody in in this line of, you know, the fishing industry." Yeah, if there's well, like, like something you want to like hear about, like, right. you know, I've never been to this spot, like, you know, right now everything's hot with Red Lake because it's, you know, everybody's going up there. The walleye bite, early ice all the time is really good. You know, if you want to hear something about that, we can try to get somebody from up there on here to talk. And Right, yeah. If, if you've got a fishing trip coming down the pipe, you know, this winter, and you're like, golly, I'd kind of like to know about, you know, I don't know, some lake, we'll, we'll try to get somebody on. Right. I mean, well, I'm not afraid to send somebody a message and see, you know, see what we can get lined up. So, yeah, if you've got that, uh, uh, yeah, shoot us a message. Speaking of trips coming down the pipe, Matt, What's the plans for you this winter? I guess when I ask you what your plans are, it's probably my plans too because we end up fishing most of the time together. Right. But uh, and that's you, the you, that's the fun part about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. That's the great aspect about fishing, and especially ice fishing. It right. seems like you go ice fishing with 
other with buddy, people yeah. with buddies more than when it's not just who you can fit in your boat right i mean hey 12 guys want to go sure yeah, Heck yeah we'll, you know we'll, we'll just take, take one more vehicles, pickup yep. right um got any place you really want to go i i really want to get up into the alexandria area and do some ice fishing you know yep. having summer fished up there a lot i'd yep. like to take a weekend and go go up there and do it or even further up maybe like in the bemidji area or you know, definitely get the pond set again. I never got to get get up there last year, so right. How about what about you? What some of your big big ones that you want to do? Well, you know, I guess every single time this question is asked, the Black Hills. Right. Uh, you know, I, I want to get back out to the Black Hills. I did catch a lake trout last year, but I'd like to you know make it a little bit bigger lake trout this year. You know, go out there and try to specifically target them a little bit more. I I have an absolute riot catching rainbow trout. Uh, I have a riot catching the little you know brook trout or whatever. They're such a pretty fish. They're aggressive. They're fun to catch. If you mark them, you're catching them. And that that's one thing about the Black Hills. I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. If you mark a fish out there, you catch a fish out there. Like it is so much different than than over here. And 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 you know maybe not as far as like lake trout goes, but uh golly them i mean if, if you mark a rainbow trout he's biting like the ju- it's just that simple and and who knows maybe i just haven't fished out there often enough to uh you know get turned down or maybe i'm just such a good jigger that yeah little combination of all yeah that's what i'm thinking i'd, I'd like to get up to devil's lake maybe uh fish with taylor millantine and yeah, that you know try fun. that uh i don't know always on my bucket list is uh lake winnipeg that would and be fun i don't know catch a big big old green back up right there. so those would be my uh bucket list destinations do you got a bucket list fish for this winter matt i'd like to catch a perch over 14 inches catch a perch over 14 yeah it's been a, it's been a couple years since done that i forget how big those how crazy those things look wow. you, you get used to catching such like the smaller perch around here and when you like get up into south dakota and the first time you hook into one is like oh this feels like a good fish and then when you get it to the hole, you're just like... Fills up your six-inch hole. It's like, this is a state record, isn't it? It's, and you get it out, and it's like, you know, just over 14 inches. And right. It's just crazy to think, like, those ones that out in, out in Lake Cascade, Idaho, that yeah. some of those guys catch that are 15, 16 inches. Right, that'd be crazy. I'd like to get on a hot crappie bite. Mm-hmm. Like, not just catch a random crappie from time to time. Like, to actually get on a crappie bite. Right. I don't know. I've... I, I don't know if I've ever in my whole entire life been on a crappie bite. Like, you know, yep. fishing bluegills or, or fishing yellow bass, and you occasionally, you know, at the end of the day, you end up with, you know, eight, of them eight crappies it, yeah. total or something like that. But I've never specifically been on a crappie bite. And that that is something, uh, you know, that I would like. Uh, I'd like to catch Big Northern through the ice just because I like that type of fight. Kind of like some of the couple of those ones that Oiler caught. Yeah, last week, dirty dog. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, Oakley. Oakley's been messaging me. Cal, he's he's already smoking some nice Lakers really? and and uh, uh, rainbows out there. Dirty dog. Yeah, I don't. I just. I'm just looking forward to. It's always fun getting new people out there. It's going to be fun getting Stewart out there and fishing right, with him. Right. I came across that picture that we took on east lake last year when it was like you and myself Ritter and, and blair, and, blair and, yep. and grady and ramsey and yeah that was a fun day yeah it was just kind of a cool pick and eric was was eric eric had just left, left. he had that's to leave right. early like 
we literally like Ritter showed up and Eric left and Ritter came with me. Oh, did he? Yeah, that day we met okay. you guys over there because I pheasant hunted in the morning. Yeah, no, Ritter left. So, yeah, blah blah blah. But no, I, I, I I've talked to Matt about this uh, too. Some weekend when we're over there on Okaboji fishing, we're we're gonna throw it out on the Facebook page. Hey, this is where we're fishing. You know, whether it be Triboji, where whether it be East Okaboji. And uh, we're just going to throw it out there. If anyone wants to come out and meet us, and uh, you know, fish alongside yeah. of us, I mean, drill a hole by I mean, us, and not we're not talking like, oh wow, yeah, we'll sign autographs afterwards. Like, no, you know, just to meet new people and and to sit around and you know have fun and BS and you know hole hop around and I I don't know, I think it'd be a lot of fun if there's anyone that's listening, uh, you know, For that's sure. over in that area. It 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 would just be something different, you know, and meet up. Meet new people and fish with them. That's right. They just kind of have like a meet, meet up, go fishing, bounce off ideas, learn from each other. And right, right. Just one of those deals. Get some kids out there. If anybody's got any kids that want to get out there and do some fishing, it's always fun to have those guys yeah, out there. I'm, I'm throwing out an invite to a few guys in town who have younger kids, you know, that, you know, whether it be at church or whether it be down at the grocery store, you know, oh, yeah, you and Matt been out fishing lately. Yeah, you know, whatever. Just come, you know, come out ice fishing with us sometime. So, right. yeah, if there's anyone listening that has a young kid, I've I've got equipment and Matt's got equipment. We'd be more than happy to take somebody, you know, if, if the weekend works out, obviously, For you sure. know. Uh, sometimes things just don't work out. But, yeah, don't be afraid to message us, and we'd be happy to do that. Uh, or we can also, if you really want to get after it, we know some guides over there that we can get you in touch with. Right, right, absolutely. That And, and that's going to be your better better deal man i mean if you want to fish with us then we will do that we're not i'm we're not teachers i I, and and i mean i guess matt is a teacher but uh you you get what i mean you know we're not going to guide you out there but uh if you just want to fish alongside of us that's always what it is it's always fun to chat with people right meet new people Mm -hmm. so no that's it you know it's looking looking forward to the ice for sure season that's for sure i mean we thought we were going to get it here early and yeah i think i think two more weeks and it's going to be the regular like week or two after thanksgiving and that's when it always seems to happen and i think that's when it's going to happen again this year right we need some cold at least we didn't have ice on the lakes before we got all this snow the other right i mean i think i saw that the lakes had like eight Eight inches or something like that yep that was on uh uh wednesday the day before no tuesday two days before thanksgiving so wednesday yeah big news in the bass fishing world big news in the bass fishing world exciting news uh, the best awesome news. news gerald swindle brandon polinick coming back to bass coming back to bass they said f-u-m-l-f they retired and did the buyout and is that is that what they had did I they think, have to pay something in i order think they to had do to do or? a buyout hmm. kind of what i saw from the articles i they may not be true but I think that's kind of one of the deals. But did you also see who MLF got? Uh, Brian Thrift and, and Dudley. Yep. So I was kind of hoping Thrift would come to Bass. I think original. No, no, that John Cox was going to fish uh, both. He yep, wanted to try to both. fish both. I don't know what, what he's, what's going on there, but yeah, whatever. And it's and Scott Martin is fishing the opens to try to qualify for the bass right that that is cool series yep leaving the flw tour and see swindle and pollen could they got legend 
legend status, status yeah, that they exempt. were able to get right back into the elite, elite series, series because yeah. they had both won an AOI title. Yep, right. And that's so. cool that they do that stuff for those guys. I mean, to me, to me, they deserve to be in the elite series. Right. And I had heard there was a little murmur in that Iconelli was going to retire. That's and that. That's not the first time that that's been told, but but right. That's kind of crazy to think of because. Wasn't, like, MLF kind of his and Duckett's brainchild at first? Yeah, it could like, be. the original MLF part of it, but I don't know. I've said it for a long time. The grass is not greener on that side. No, and, and I, think, I, I think this is, you know... The- Polinick on his Instagram put a post on there and, and just put something like, you know, you can't... You can't deny what the heart says or something like that. And, I mean, it's, it's just true. Ever since they were younger, they, they've had the five fish and... I don't like how the one series, like, makes it sound like the other series is killing fish. And right, hard on right. I mean, they do all... I mean, you got to be part of it at the Bass Open this year. Right. Of just how much conservation goes into keeping those fish alive. I mean, it was a big I mean, deal. There was... I mean, how many cattle tanks? And there was a guy running around with blocks of ice right. constantly to make sure that that water was cool. Because it was a hot day. Right. They had pontoons that brought these fish back out there and... I mean, I th- I think I read somewhere one time it's like a ninety eight point five percent survival survival rate. rate so. Yeah, and you know, and who's to say like in these MLF style tournaments where it's catch, weigh, and release, where you know they're hooking fish, and you know it might have got part of the gill or something like that, and they let it go, and that fish dies later on. I mean, it's just. Well, especially because they're trying to do it so stinking fast. Right. That, I mean, they're not they're not taking care. of that bass angler gets docked points by bringing in a fish that is, you know, even close to dead. Right. You know, I mean, if, if it's not looking right, they consider it a dead fish. So it's in the angler's best interest to make sure that he takes care of his fish. In MLF, it's in the angler's best interest to get that thing off the hook and throw it back in there as fast as what he can because he can go and catch another one. I, I, I just look and I just, I just go back to the whole the weigh-in deal i mean just the the hoop hoop law behind it it's yeah. it's that's what it's there for it's for the fans and that's what these major things are the fans i go back to the red crest with edwin evers him winning it compared to um the classic this year uh, defoe with odd defoe winning it i mean you're in a stadium packed and people are his family's screaming. there yeah. the emotion just when evers wins everything. the red crest and he sits on a boat with his marshal and he's just kind of like wow you know he gets he gets to call his wife and kids and be like i just want it you know he gets to i mean you're not bringing anyone on the stage you're not driving a truck and trailer through you know right and then they have thousands their, of people they have their po- then they have their post game show it's it just i it's just so hard to get into i mean no one understands the rules man no. like and i mean like a week-long tournament lightning just, round knockout round final final uh i don't know something round yeah. I, I don't know dang you know, thing's a joke i'm i try to i try to it's like i enjoy mark daniels jr and he like all since is like yeah the tournament starts tomorrow Oh sweet! And you like so you just kind of see how he's doing. It's like you don't see his name. Well, I don't fish until Thursday, right? Or I don't fish until the second day, and it's like, well, okay, what do you mean? You know, well, and everybody's so. not out on the water at the same time, so no. there's different conditions. Right. One one guy can have nice, you know, you know, a light wind and you know whatever, 
and the next guy's out there in a thunderstorm. I don't know, man, that whole entire deal. I feel like I'm scooping snow. My heart rate's getting up. There. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's cool to see those guys come back, and, and you've called it. I mean, ever since the Open in lacrosse, you talked, you got some insider information. Back then, you came up to me and it says, yeah, it sounds like Swindle isn't, it sounds like he's going to be coming back to bass. And he was there at that tournament fishing and everything right. like that. Yeah, so. it was a boat mechanic that, that told me. He's like, hey, dude, you know, Swindle's, you know, pretty hush-hush about it. But he said, you know, he's coming back to bass. Apparently, MLF breached a contract. Uh, they didn't pay the anglers what they uh, had originally said. And, and uh, I don't know, the uh, tournament Ah, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm not going to sit here and broadcast to hundreds of people some information that I don't even know 100% about. But the guy said Swindle wanted back into bass. He's back into bass. It's good news. Polinick, that's, that, that that's was, two huge names. Right. That that one was the one that surprised me the most was the Polinick one. I was just like, wow. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe in the coming days, uh, you know. No, I, I think that. They had until. That because their the roster came out and that's how everybody found out. Oh, okay, the MLF roster came out and those two weren't on it. And everybody was kind of like, "Well, wait a minute." And then then it's when they announced that they were coming back. The, you know, a few days prior to them announcing that, Swindle had announced that he was fishing the opens. Right, I saw that him and Trey Swindle were gonna be fishing the Central Opens and. Yeah, he must be still going to be fishing the Central Opens, but he's also going to be fishing the Elite Series, and that is good news for everybody. It is. It's good news for everybody. Um, 100 days till the Bassmaster Classic. That's crazy to think. Isn't it, though? I mean... I think it's awesome, because that just means that we're less than 100 days away from fantasy fishing. Right. We gotta, I, everybody, uh, we got to double down on this issue. We can't let Jeremy K. win it again. No. No. Hey, I got we some... We still got to get Yeah. I got some uh, mugs coming. I got a whole bunch of uh, tumblers coming. Right, I yeah. bought a 30-pack. Ooh, a 30-pack. 30 30-rack. 30 Not oh. Keystone Lights. We're talking 30 uh, tumblers. They're sweet. They're they're like a gun. I don't know. I shouldn't say gunmetal gray. I think they said Quicksilver or something like that. We're going to put some really cool Midwest Angler stickers on there that has a, you know the states of the Midwest on it. Nice fishermen. So if you're interested in those, I think they're going to be fifteen dollars. Yep, they're going to be fifteen dollars. Let us know. We'll uh, we'll have them here next week. So uh, yeah. With that, I don't really have anything else to say. No, I just I got into Clear Lake bait and tackle. Yeah, uh, that's what you're saying. You stopped this in last there week. Yeah, talked to our former guest. Yeah, went into Clear Lake bait and tackle and. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. T- uh, talked with Kevin Paul. Picked up a couple of them jointed pinhead minnows that they have in the uh, in the uh, yellow bass, yellow bass looking ones. So, yeah, I'll be kind of pumped up to try them out on East Okaboji. See if uh, you know some of the walleyes down there uh, are interested in munching on little yellow bass. So, and though the little bat, the yellow bass will eat them. Oh yeah, them <laughs> yellow bass. They they'd eat about anything. Mm-hmm. Put a dead skunk down there, and they'd mm-hmm. probably nip at it. Yeah, you could have you could take your jig and run it through Ramsey's hair and put it down there they might even bite that <laughs> no so. they wouldn't no they would not <laughs> all right that's it episode 50 episode 50 see you next week later